During this episode at Disconnection, we will be speaking to Dane Chang, who will share with us real and relatable stories covering a range of topics from his unique perspective. So, Dane, hey, thank you so much for coming in. Really appreciate you taking the time to do this. I know you have a busy schedule. Um, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself, and uh, we'll take it from there. All right, well, guys, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for coming. Uh, where should I start? Um, I've been doing training for close to 18 plus years. Um, I used to be, I used to work in a hospital as a doctor's assistant. Uh, it was really cool. I learned a lot, but it's just my passion was more towards personal training and, you know, helping people in a different way, preventing them from going to the hospital. Um, yeah, I've been, I've always been an athlete, uh, you know, over the years, um, what else? High uh, school sports or college sports? Uh, both. I ran track in college and ran track in high school. Mm. Uh, went to Montclair State University. Uh, a lot of things have changed, though, um, at that that college. Like tuition, first of all. <laughs> tuition <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, changed. tuition. Yeah. yeah. So um, I got into fitness. Weird story. Mm-hmm. I was going to McDonald's. Don't judge me. Gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> so I'm outside eating a burger. I forgot what it was. So the guy, the manager at the gym, Bally Total Fitness, well, it's now 24 Hour Fitness mm-hmm. in Satterbrook, came outside and said, "Hey, you know what? You can't eat out here." So I gave him like a weird look, like, "Dude, like, are you serious? Like, I'm hungry." So, right. <laughs> so he looked at me and was like, "Hey, um, you know, you look pretty." pretty decent fit you know how would you like a job so i thought someone was playing around with me because i was eating outside right so he's like okay come in tomorrow we'll go over everything check out the gym and take it from there so i was like okay this guy must be joking and you know right, like right. it's so next day came in felt out the application um looked around and you know started shadowing people because like at first you have to get certified in order to train Right. So I started shadowing for like a week or two, and at the time I was working at the hospital. So I'm like, you know what? I kind of like this. So I completely like quit my job at the hospital. Wow. And started doing training, and it was just something that every week I started learning like different things, started learning more about the human body. Like, you know, I already knew about the human body, but how it functions, how it moves, like, you know, what you can eat to make it better what you can do to let it grow like it was like a lot of different things and you know it was it was actually it was pretty cool you know when you uh when you were shadowing people you you said you were working out already and you've done sports in high school and college uh so you already knew how to work out but this was more of a like strict you know learning how the body exactly is moving what muscles are flexing at what point type of deal correct like i knew how to work out but i didn't I didn't know like like what muscle groups to work on or or what to eat before workout just to you know give you a little bit of energy. Um, it was just a little bit more like science behind it because you you know like any average person who go to the gym you're like okay what am I gonna do I'm gonna do upper body mm-hmm. or like a little legs but you don't know the reason why you like why you're doing upper body or like what movements should you do to like let that muscle grow so over a period of time like i i kind of like caught on to like little different things some from some of the veteran trainers 
that I was around, which was a big help because, you know, being a new guy, like they don't really like embrace you. They're like, oh man, this guy's here to take my clients. Mm -hmm. and, right, right. Competition. You know, right. Yeah, but it was it was different. It was like, hey, let me teach you. Like, like they they pretty much like held my hand in like every step of the way, and I think that's what um actually like made me like a better trainer like more seasoned i should say uh with the help from them did and, you feel that the guy who caught you outside with the hamburger originally was he a mentor kind of figure in this area or he was just working there and uh he was just working there because like, like when was it? i got there that time then a month later because they normally the turnover there with the managers and everything that he switched over mm -hmm. i think it was just by faith like it's like, okay, what are the odds? Right. You know, like I think back, like, okay, if I was just like out there just eating, he could have just like not said anything to me, like, okay, let's just guy. Like, Sounds like a pivotal moment. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it actually it was. Like it was like a big, a big turning point, like in my life, like to be totally honest. Like I like what I did. Um, you know, with the being a doctor's assistant and everything. Like that was cool. Like when you say doctor's assistant, it's kinda like a nurse, like were you uh, like more... a surgery tech. Okay. Yeah. So it was, you know, like minor surgery, major surgery. Like that's, it's cool, but it, it's just, I don't know. Like I, like I didn't have a passion for it. Like, like I had a passion for helping people, which right. was good. But this like training was like a different thing. It's like, man, like this lady was in a wheelchair yeah. and three, four months from now, like she's in walking with crutches three, four months from now, like she's like actually walking. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, like it's it's, it's a very humbling thing. That not to say that like you did it, but just to see the process because you appreciate like, you know, like your own self. Like we take things for granted, like standing, walking, like lifting, lifting a cup and some people can't, but to see them like grow over a period of time, like it's it's really cool to see that. There's got to be a sense of fulfillment in that. And, you Absolutely. know, it's it's not even that you are doing it. You're there to assist them and, and help them grow. And you're helping uh, your assisting mindset where you like to help people. That's got to be where that stems from, right? I mean, yeah, I'm wanting to help people stand up. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much like I'm pretty much a helper, like by nature. Like that's just me. Like if I see someone doing something or, you know, something's raw, like I'm right away over there helping so it's you know it's a it's a gratifying feeling to to be able to do that it's a obviously a fantastic thing to do can i ask if maybe do you think that came from anything interesting that happened in your family growing up did you guys feel like you needed help maybe growing up or wish there was somebody there for you um looking back no i i just think that was just me like by nature well i had friends and mm -hmm. You know, growing up, um, I'm from Camden, New Jersey, so growing up, it was pretty tough. You know, like right. it's, it's a, you know, a really, a really tough area, let's just say. <laughs> so, like, I had friends that were like, you know, being bullied, and me, I'm not gonna sit back and and watch someone get picked on. So, right. like, by just nature, like, I just, you know, stepped in, and from there, it's just something that is just just in me, like. Did you feel like you got into a lot of fights when you were younger because of these sort of things? Um, I got into, like, a few fights, but it wasn't because of that. It was just, I guess, you know, like, I guess the cool kids wanted to test you and, you know, you have to stand up for yourself right. or every day they're going to keep picking on you. Doggy and, dog world. Yeah, like, yeah. It, exactly. So, gotta show your shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, you know, like. 
it's kind of like that in in every uh, culture, so to speak, right? Because you're stepping into the working out and the trainer's world, and they're like, oh, is this guy going to take my clients? Correct. It's that dog-eat-dog world where a lot of guys, at least, mm. you know, have that alpha mentality of like, I got to prove I'm the best and everyone else is nowhere well near said. my level type of thing. And when you come in with that humble attitude, they're like, whoa, 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 what's happening? Yeah. What it's I, And yeah. I think I think that's what the the main thing was like I like when I started as a trainer like I didn't come in there saying like hey like I know a lot it was like hey I know absolutely nothing <laughs> teach me like that's what I'm here for I'm trying to trying to grow trying to help that's it you know so it, it was you know it was it was a good feeling to to have like the veterans like you know take me under their wings and you know like show me different exercises when I started like I was 145 pounds. So, no way. Yeah, I was skinny. How tall are you? 145 pounds at what, five eight at the time. And how tall are you? you... Five nine and a half okay. now. Okay. And how so much do you weigh? Now I weigh one no two two seventeen to oh two twenty. Yeah, but my heaviest was two fifty. Yeah. Wow. Pure yeah, muscle. Wow. Pure. Well, yeah, muscle. Of course. Is that? I mean, for, you are muscle now. Oh, yeah, it's a little bit. <laughs> Some muscles. I'm looking at the Terminator across from me over here. <laughs> trying to get there still. You know, so it was, they they really helped me. Like, I had two good friends. I could call them friends now, uh, Emil and Mike. Every morning, like, I would come in, and, you know, one of the guys, they worked at um, a restaurant. So every morning they would, like, come in, and I would see, like, a big, like, Three turkey legs, like six slices of bread, oatmeal, and like two or three like long dinosaur ribs Whoa. on the table with some egg whites. And I had to eat that every morning. Oh wow. My God. Yeah. So every morning, like, you know, that it would be there, like and given. So I think I jumped up from 145, I jumped up to 200 within six months. Wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah. And just stuffing all these calories yeah. and lifting. Yeah, it was a lot of, like, that. and the workouts, you know, they, they taught me, you know, like, the fundamentals of working out, the science of working out, and, like, what the body can, like, actually really do. But it's, you know, it's it's the mind first because they put me in a state to say, hey, listen, like, you have to get your mind right before, like, you can do anything else. Like, once the mind is right, then the body will follow. So it was it was like a whole a whole kind of, like, zen thing. Cool. You know, but which was which was like really cool, man. You know, uh, in the Stoic philosophy, there's something called voluntary discomfort, where it is kind of a Zen thing to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Which that's really what working out is. You know, yeah. you're putting your body through some pain. Yeah, and you come out of it stronger, more resilient, mm -hmm. uh, a more um, what's the word? You know, mature person. Correct. is really what it is when you put yourself through discomforts in general. Yeah. I mean, in our society especially, we really want to just be, like, comfortable. We want to make sure that everyone is okay and don't, oh, you're in pain? Like, let me help you. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between someone who's actually in pain and someone who's just, like, lazy or, <laughs> or like, doesn't want to do something. Sitting yeah. across from the prime example <laughs> over here. <laughs> in general, our society, we create that type of person, though. Of course. But yeah. that's, that's the only way that you're going to grow. You know, I think... Um, if you if you put yourself in a like you said an uncomfortable environment, like it only makes you better. It only it only pushes you to to want more or you know like take like the next step. Mm -hmm. You know, and w which is you know I, I think 
you know, everyone should, you know, put themselves in a certain situation just to just get them to the next level. It's tough. I mean, for me, honestly, like I've wanted to be in very good shape many, very, like very many times, but I, at the same time, a pretty lazy guy, like just as you're saying, it's very easy to be comfortable. This is the world we live in. You know, it it can pacify you. You're sitting, you're watching TV, play your video games, whatever. You eat McDonald's for two bucks and you're a happy guy. It's true. So I get into the gym and I'll start going. And then, uh, you know, after a week and a half, I'm already getting over it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's more of like, um, you should, think like it's not more of like a physical thing like hey i want to look good but mm-hmm. it should be like hey like i want to feel better i want to you know get up out of the chair without like putting my hands on my knees to push myself up right you know so it, it's more energy like you wake up in the morning you're like oh my gosh like i have to go through this day i'm like dying right now as and opposed to yeah, yeah <laughs> like that's yeah, bad like, that. exactly <laughs> as opposed to like you're just like you wake up you're like all right, let's go. Like, I'm ready, you know? like yeah. it's... Well, that's what I could tell. I mean, I see the difference literally between me and Kyle yeah. when he's, like, he's good to go in the yeah. morning. You know what I mean? For me, I'm, like, an hour, and I'm still freaking wiping cobwebs off. Yeah, so yeah. I definitely see the benefits here. Mm-hmm. It's so tough to get into the mindset for, like, what would you say for, a, like, a genuine person like me? Or you could just say it to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> what the hell should I do? I mean, I'm, I have a hard, very hard time motivating myself. You know what? I would just going. say just baby steps. So... Just pick a goal and say, hey, you know what? For the week, let's try one day out of the week that I'm going to go to the gym. Okay. That's it. It doesn't have to be four or five, whatever times, just one time. One time for 30 minutes. Like, okay, you can do 30 minutes because, you know, you sacrifice whatever, either reading a book or watching TV for 30 mm-hmm. minutes. You know what? Make make some time for you. Like. It definitely minutes. feels more manageable saying. Yeah, one one time. one time out of the week, and then from the one time, you never know. You're like, hey, I like this working out thing. Right. You know what? Let me just try two times. And even if it's two times for three months, mm-hmm. it's better than nothing. But you're being consistent because every week you're going one or two times to the gym, and, you know, it's eventually you'll just get that bug to say, hey, like, I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm sleeping better. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm moving better. Man, you you just take it from there. Yeah, that would so, that would be ideal. Yeah, I just got problems myself. I think. Well, you, no. like working out, it's it's tough. Like, you know, like I have problems too. Like right. myself, to like stay motivated and to to work out like consistently every year, every month, every week. Like sometimes you get burnt out. You're like, sure. man, I can't do this. But when you feel that way, you know, it's good to take like that week off. And then come back, like, you know. Don't want to overkill yourself. Yeah, because, you know, too much of anything is not good for you. Right. So you just have to, you know, find a balance. Would you say that baby steps are the the secrets to fitness goals? Yes, I, I, I honestly would say that. It's, um, but first, like I said before, it's, it's all the mindset first. Because you can go to the gym that one time or two times, but you still have the mindset to say, hey, like, I'm going to do it. You know, you don't don't want to just go through the motion. Like, you want to go there and say, like, okay, like, I'm slowly getting to like it, you know, and if you want to throw, like, another day in there, that's that's cool. Right. To, to want it enough to take those baby steps is important. Correct. And you know what helps? Like, a good support team. Because let's say that you have a buddy going to the gym, prime example. Right. 
You know, it, 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 it kind of helps because, like, if you're seeing them going to the gym, like, okay, why is this guy going to the gym, like, six, seven times out of the week? Definitely. You know, so you want to try, like, that one time and be like, okay, and then you can compare, like, hey, how do you do this exercise? Or, you know, like, do you ever feel like when you're on a treadmill and five minutes into running or walking, you're, like, out of breath? Like, you know, like, it's little things that they can relate with you and, you know, they'll give you advice, like, hey, like, Try like a, a walk run or, you know, just try walking to start. And then, you know, once you progress, a little jog for two minutes, walking for three until, you know, you, you get to where you want to be. Yeah, a slow, slow build up. It's the yeah. only way to actually progress in general. Yeah, that's what um, Would you say that you had a good support team? I mean, you have these trainers who helped you out. But even outside of that, when you feel like in your in your past that you were in difficult situations, did you think that? It was okay that you were in them because you had that support should should you need to fall back on it yes i i actually have a very good support team um you know like my family they you know whatever i do they make sure like i like i don't quit like it's you know like i do competitions and everything and like when you're doing a bodybuilding competition that is a test of will that's how you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna know like hey do you really have it or not? Because every day, seven days, six meals, the same thing for Whoa. sometimes like six, you know, like one time I did it for eight months and that will test you. Oh my God. Can you give me an example of what like a regimen of a week looks like during that eight months? Eating wise? Yeah, please. Okay. So let's say um, <laughs> <laughs> one day breakfast is um, oatmeal, probably 10 egg whites. Um, Gosh. yeah. So imagine eating that for seven, seven or eight months, uh, you seven days a, a week. salt on that or? No salt, no sugar. You have to cut oh back. Oh my God. Probably two or three hours later. Um, Holding your nose while you're eating? Uh, yeah. Like... Seriously? <laughs> oh yeah. It, it's to the point that sometimes I have to like, it's so bad that I have to like, like he said, hold my nose uh -huh. and just like, just eat, just like, just get it over with. Cause I don't want to eat it. Cause you're eating, you're eating the same thing for eight months. Like you're like, I'm over it. Yeah. Like, imagine. yeah, probably, um, two or three hours later, I'll have like uh, sweet potato, like natural sugars. Then two or three hours later, like spinach, fish or chicken. So it's more like a high protein based type of diet and, you know, low carbs and moderate fats, avocado, almonds, just to you know, get to your goal, but it, it's 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 a test. And then the week of the tournament, it, I know that you're supposed to dehydrate before you're uh, depleted. Yeah, you're, so does that mean you're not eating? Like, well, it, you're eating the same thing. It's um, the depletion is like you're depleting water from your body, from your muscle, um, and it's a slow process too. So let's say that you're drinking a gallon of water to like the day before, eight ounce bottle of water for the day. Okay. So yeah. if you if you have to function throughout the day, uh, you're you're pretty cranky. Oh yeah, <laughs> imagine. You know, but you get a little woozy and stuff. Uh, too, yes, and, you know. a little dizzy. So you know, my my suggestion is the day before, you know, just take that day off if you have to work or whatever you're doing. Just like stay home because it's it's uh, it's not a good feeling to feel like that. Um, my question is how uh, it seems like you're pushing yourself to almost your lowest point right before the tournament, and then you have to prop yourself up that day of. Yeah. How are you bringing yourself to be in such good, you know, form that day? Um, it's just whatever you do, the months or you know weeks before that, like 
that's how you're going to see the end result. Like if you're consistent with the diet, the cardio, um, consistent with working out, period, then at the end you're going to see everything. Like everything comes out, like cutting your body fat, dropping the water, um, getting new muscles. Like in the end it all comes out. And the day of you can carb up. So like, Mm. you, you know, you go through the torture for the week of like no carbs and tons of cardio and depleting the water. And then the day of like, or the day before and the day of, you can carb up. So, like, your energy level is a little high now, you know. So it's it's a sacrifice that you have to make, but it's... What, what does breakfast on the day of the tournament look the like? The day of the tournament? Yeah. I that normally... carb-heavy day. Oh, my gosh, I can't say it. <laughs> it's the best thing. It's uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> just thinking about it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Pancakes. Nice. Yeah, pancakes. Uh, yeah, a little... Little like sugar free syrup, um, rice cakes with uh, peanut butter and jelly, like pop tarts. Whoa! Wow. Yeah, like you're carving up because you know you you're so depleted from not having the carbs, and then, boom, introduce the carbs the day before and a day of, and it swells up the muscle. But this is what it does too, because you're still depleting water. Mm-hmm. So the extra water in your body, it's slowly pushing that extra water out. So the more carbs you introduce to your body. Is the more water you're pushing out, so it's actually a very helpful thing for Correct. the showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you stay stay tight, but you're looking full. Your muscles are looking full, like they're look a lot bigger. Same thing with the salt. Like if you introduce salt to your body too, and then you're like pumping up, doing push-ups, or doing the weights the day of the competition, it draws extra water out of your body, so it keeps you tight. You know, it's it's a science to everything. You just right. have to like know what to do and like know how to do it right. Hey guys, let's take a little break. Just to thank our sponsors, the Blockchain Academy, we want to thank them for letting us use their studio, their equipment to help bring these podcasts to you guys. If you want to check them out, it's at theblockchainacademy.com where they have online courses and world-class instructors you guys should definitely check out. Again, thank you. Let's get back to the show. Would you say there's a lot of misconceptions for losing and gaining weight? Because I've read a lot of articles. Mm. I've I've seen a lot of... uh, you know, just blasting of information of this is how to lose weight. This is how to gain weight. And I read some of it and I'm like, that's so not true. Like that has never worked for me. But everyone's a little bit different. Is there still uh, that underlying science that everyone can learn from? Like what, if you were to set the record straight Mm -hmm. on how to lose or gain weight, what would you tell someone who's looking to do so? I would say listen to your body. The most important thing Whatever works for you might not work for someone else. So you have to learn your body to say like, okay, if you know if you eat a slice of pizza, then the next day like your hands are like a little swollen or whatever. So you know your body to say like, hey, I'm going to stay away from that. Let's introduce some um, uh, rice or potato like in like something. But you just have to know your body in order to get your goals. If you're trying to lose, if you're trying to gain that's the key. Just know your body. Yeah. What would be the number one tip for losing weight? Because when people ask me, there's actually a, a woman that I work with, mm-hmm. uh, and she has lost, I want to say, probably 50 to 55 pounds. Oh, wow. She was, she was a big girl. Yeah. Um, and she wants to lose another 45 more. So she was, she was big. She was short. But I was just telling her, you know, uh, don't eat so many carbs. Remember mm-hmm. to eat three meals. They don't have to be massive meals, but you've, you need a steady... Um, nutritional intake. That mm-hmm. way your body goes, oh, you know, I've got all of this food. 
I can get rid of the other stuff that I don't need because I've got all of the, these nutritions constantly coming in yeah. and I know I'm going to get food. Well, that's that's a good guideline for her that you gave her. That's excellent. But I would say, you know, you have to find out little variables like, okay, is she doing weight training? She was. She walks in the morning. She does weight training. Uh, initially, when she started asking for my assistance, she yeah. said she was lifting really heavy. And I was like, don't don't lift really heavy. Lift okay. light. Lift for uh, high repetitions. Okay. You know, lots of uh, movement. Okay. Um, and she, she was like, yeah, I just, I used, I was curling in like 40s. And I was like, Jeez yo, <laughs> you, can, you can calm down she, there. She's going to train me. That's probably why you're getting so big. You um, think? Yeah. <laughs> but she's, you know, she, it's funny because now she'll come to me in the morning and she'll be like, Kyle, I've got this dress that I, I tried on. I haven't tried it on in months when I first bought it. And like, uh, it's too big on me. And I'm like, that's so amazing. That's cool. Like, that's, keep at yeah, it. That's really cool. I would say um, for her to, to lose a little bit more now, I would say she would have to cut the fats. The fats. Correct. So the more the more fats she's cutting is the more tight she'll look and her weight will go down, but it'll be the fats that's going down. So okay. the weight trend is important. She can even change up her cardio. She can do um, like a hit style cardio, like high intensity training, right. or she can do interval training. Like I told you before, the run in, then the walk in, you know, fast speed sprints, like anything to cut the fats. Okay. And so that's losing weight. What about gaining it? Gaining weight. Um, that's the easy part. I should know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, you just have to increase your calories, but increase your calories with good foods because anyone can increase their calories. You can sit down and eat like six or seven hamburgers and, right. you know, like, garbage. yeah, but it's like garbage food depending mm -hmm. on, you know, the type of hamburgers. But it's, um, you know, like bigger portion of clean foods, vegetables. Um, can you quickly just, because I try and tell my dad this, you know, the difference between eating, you know, decent portions and mm -hmm. like eating good food, yeah. you know, I tell my dad, like, eat vegetables. Uh, I try and tell everyone this, like, eat as many vegetables as you can because you're going to get natural carbs from those veggies anyway. Correct. And stay away from, you know, oatmeal in the morning and a pasta at lunch and sushi at dinner. Like, the amount of carbs that people are unaware that they're intaking, that's the reason why there's a lot of weight gain. So tough, though, because, I mean, so Kyle put me and my friend Joey on a weight loss competition a few months back, mm -hmm. and I realized then that I was addicted to carbs and salt, and it's they're the freaking hardest things to cut out of your life. You're sitting there at 12 o'clock at night craving yeah. these things. You know, your body you're needs dying it. dying from, yeah. But the thing is, like, you, it's not the carbs. You're probably, like, it's the sugars. That yeah. too. So sugar is the... The most addicting thing, you know, they did an experiment with um, lab mice and they gave like a few of them cocaine, then they gave them a few uh, sugar. So, mm -hmm. you know, like they switched them again and they found out like like all the lab, lab mice, like they wanted like the sugar instead of the cocaine. And it was like, man, like it's addicting. Jeez. Yeah. That's wow. bad. More, more potent than cocaine. Yeah, it yeah. is. Like, but it's not, but no one's saying like, Sugar's a hell of a drug. We're you know? sugar. No, sugar. Well, but it's in everything. It's true. Your body's like so used to like sugars. Like if you cut, if you try to cut sugar out of your diet for two days, you'll see. You'll be like, wow, like this is. Serious. You feel frail. It makes you feel weak. Correct. Yeah, it's and the true. science behind that is your brain is burning that glucose, which carbohydrates break down into glucose, and, and it burns sugar. it faster, and therefore you store the extra leftover glucose because you are having that immediate energy of the glucose in your brain instead yes. of the natural 
fats, right? From Correct. avocados or almonds or Correct. such foods. That's why I said you have to add the, the good fats. Okay. That gives you energy. Oh, well put. Oh, th- thanks, man. I'm tr- I try and stay up on <laughs> my you know, know-how. <laughs> it's very good. Also picking the brains of the people around you. Well, that's what you do, like myself included. Like, you know, like I'll watch someone do a work and I'm like, okay, what's that? And they look at me like, dude, you're a trainer. Like, you don't know. But it's like, no, like I want to add it to my workout or taking the same workout and, you know, kind of flipping it to make it like a little bit better or like with my flavor. Even with nutrition, if I see someone eating something, I'm like, why are you eating that? You know, what's that? Like, what does it do? And you know, it's, it's a never-ending thing. Like, you're always learning because there's so many different things out there to, to kind of, like, you know, grow from. Do you have, like, a main trainer that you that works with you, or it's just you're absorbing from everybody around It's whatever, you? like, I've learned. Yes, I have a workout partner okay. that, you know, like, and this is, I, I would say, honestly, this is the first time that I've, you know, like, worked out with someone that, like they actually correct me with my form. Really? Yeah. Who is and, this person? Uh, Anthony Anderson. Like he's he's really good. If I'm doing like an exercise, he's like, hey, uh, you know, like keep your stomach tight or like squeeze the muscle or contract the muscle. And and I'm like, man, like damn, like I thought I knew everything, but yeah, yeah. but he's like more like technical, and you know, it, it helps me grow too because he'll send me things from like YouTube or like something that he's reading. He'll He'll, like, send it to me, like, hey, check this out. And I'm, like, you know, I'm reading it. I'm, like, damn, like, okay. You know, it's a good information. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like, I think, like I said, a good support system. Right. So that actually helps, you know, big time. But he's good. He works at all New York Sports Club in uh, Inglewood Cliffs. Nice. Are you are you in the off season right now? Like, what's your schedule? Yeah, like? off season, like, anything goes. <laughs> you mean diet-wise or workout-wise? Diet-wise, workout-wise, anything goes, but I don't go too crazy because having to, like, go back into, like, the on-season and then you're, like... I mean, you're definitely an in-shape-looking dude what, for sure. No, th- I learned my lesson over the years. <laughs> like, off-season, I would I would pick up 50 to 60 pounds. Oh, my God. And then having to cut that, it's like, oh, my oh, goodness, this is yeah. death. You know, so like all season now, like I'll have um, I'll have a balance of food. I'll have like good foods, bad foods, but I'll know when to have certain type of foods. Um, after, for my body type, after 4 p.m., I try not to like introduce too many carbs, like bad carbs to my system, higher protein, um, fats I don't need. Um, but You don't need? No, like after 4 p.m. for my body because mm-hmm. like, like, I have late nights when I'm done because I'll start 6 in the morning and I'll finish, like, 9, 8.30 at night. So, like, throughout the day, like, I'm constantly going. So I'll have my good fats in the morning with, um, you know, some carbohydrates and protein just to keep me keep me going. And I'm curious, in, like, retro fitness, I'm sure there's, like, a bodybuilding culture there, a culture between the, the trainers. Do you – is there kind of a darker side to that culture? Because I'm imagining steroid use in bodybuilding competitions. Yes, it like is. It's, um, you know, well, like I do NPC and NPC, you know, they people claim that, you know, everyone that does NPC is. What's NPC? NPC is a natural physique federation, I believe. I'm not sure. Don't call me on that. <laughs> but it's, um, you know, it's, it's a higher level from the natural shows. And you have guys there that some of them do. Some of them don't, you know, and 
can you tell always when it's somebody who does or you feel like you can't? Um, you can't really tell because like someone that's natural can put in the same work but eat certain foods that actually helps like boost their testosterone levels up. Mm-hmm. You know, so And that's legal to do? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's just uh, food, right? Yeah. Food, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just food, but it has like the same properties of like the chemicals that you put in your body. Mm-hmm. So you can't really tell unless you see like some like bodybuilders, men and women, with distended stomachs, so you know it's kind of like either HGH or insulin that they're putting into their body. Mm-hmm. It's like those signs you can see, or you'll see like the shoulders are like really like huge and round. It's you know like I mean I don't know your signs. shoulders are pretty huge and, and round. Uh, <laughs> this is off season. <laughs> Not doing anything. I have to. What about uh, pimples on the back? Yes, that's that's, that's kind of a that is a that tell. it is because. Either their kidneys or liver is trying to like, like burn some of the stuff off or like mm-hmm. get it out of their body, so it's toxins. So it's gonna come out of your body some way. So you'll see like acne on the back, um, on the face. Mm. You know, it's it's a lot of different signs. But if you're in the business, like you look and you're like, oh okay, like, you know, it's 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 one of the things that it's known, but no one really talks about it. Right. Does it and through your journey, did you feel like you maybe were looking for an easy way out at any points, or that it was tempting you in any well, way? Well, no, because either way, that that only helps you, like with your workout. But you still have to work out hard. Like right. you still have to die. Like the the main thing that people don't understand, like it's the stuff that you use. It's not going to really help you that much. It'll give you like a little edge to say like, okay, you'll work out. 15 or 20 minutes longer or you'll do like you know you do an hour then you do like the extra 30 minutes of cardio that's all it does like it just helps you like feel better increases your energy level um like your libido like all that stuff but it's you still have to put in the work you still have to watch what you eat and you know like be consistent yeah because otherwise you're going to turn into a cloud yeah Yeah. like it's cloud yeah, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of mush because because then you're just eating whatever you're like I've got all of these supplements, and I'm actually curious mm. where does the um, like community draw the line because everyone's taking supplements right vitamins, uh, amino acids whatever it might be mm-hmm. um, stuff. That, well, I see people like uh, almost like they took Adderall when they take their supplements. You get very wired on some of that yeah. stuff. like some of the pre workouts. That's the pre-workouts. like kosher to take in the community. Yeah, but you know like. For my body, like, I can't really, you know, do all that stuff because I have, like, heart issues. Mm. Um, but it's like, okay, why take, like, um, like a C4 or not saying it's bad because it might help other people. But for me, like, if I took a C4, that's going to increase your heart rate. And then you're going to go work out, which is increasing your heart rate again. So it's like, it's, you know, it's kind of like insanity, like, to to do that you just have to be careful but that's that's why you see them like all hyped up or like right. have like energy for days because yeah they're pumping yeah the, the, the blood is pumping yeah. the heart is pumping but where is that where is that line drawn between someone who in a competition uh is you know full-blown on steroids and is just you know pumped like a balloon and then someone who is just taking the supplements that are proper and nutritional and and is keeping in line with, you know, the regulations, so to speak. Well, they do test them, like, after the show because I did the Nationals. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, uh, what it was, it was um, Team U. And, you know, I went to use the bathroom, and I saw, like, you know, the judges, like, bringing two guys in there. I'm like, okay, like, what's going on here? But I've never seen that. 
So like mm-hmm. to actually like see like hey like they do like you know like random testing. Was, like, the testing yeah, it was yeah. like okay, cool. Like that's 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 good. That's a good sign to see that because mm-hmm. you know if you're busting your butt like all the months and you're putting in a hard work and not saying it's bad because you know like some people need it as you get older you know like your testosterone levels like drop or right. whatever else so they do have like they take it because of therapy so you know they have like a little edge or just to say like hey like I can't compete with this 21 year old and 19 year old yeah you know so I have to take like a little enhancements just to kind of like help me like with the little edge that I'm like lacking so you know it's it's kind of like a double edged sword you know? And how are people in your culture like looking at those kind of guys? Like you're 35 years old, you lost your edge, I guess, and mm-hmm. you have a competition going up, and I guess your pride, you don't want to let it down. Yeah. So you end up, you know, shooting up a tiny bit to yeah. give you that extra juice. Is that someone who you're like, all right, he's got to do what he's got to do, or what the hell, guy? Well, no. If if your doctor is saying if you go and you know you you check your levels and so this can be medically prescribed. Yes, it can. Interesting. Yeah, because you know, like some some guys like. At their certain like time, like age, like they like either like don't produce that much testosterone or, you know, their their testosterone levels drop, estrogen levels increase. So it's kind of like therapy, like hormone therapy. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah. So you can't just say like, okay, like someone's like doing competition because you never know. Like you don't know what their levels are. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's just to say like, hey, like, you know what? They need like that little edge to kind of like get them, you know, back on point. And you know, it's it's not, it's not like they're like doing like massive amounts. Like if someone's doing massive amounts, mm-hmm. like you clearly would know. Like you, the signs show up. Right? Yeah, gotcha. exactly. So you know, therapy wise, I don't think it's bad. Me personally, because you know, like your body over a period of time, the older you get, you know, your body like slowly like, you know, drops what down. Do you do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, would you uh, recommend any workouts that everyone should be doing? I would say more functional movements are better for everyone. What do you mean by that? Functional movements lead into what I said, like, you know, you want to feel better, like, when you're standing up and you're putting your hands on your knees to get up. Right. You don't want to do that. So you want to do more functional stuff to keep you, keep you like, a little bit more active, um, you know, uh, just to help your range of motion, um, workouts that work your total body and save you time mm-hmm. during your workout you're saying so someone mm-hmm. who's in the gym for an hour you know someone who doesn't work out goes i, I don't have an hour to give so you so give them 30 minutes and give them like a functional workout like have them do like a lot of different workouts to to work four or five different muscles at a time but they're doing it correctly mm. like for example what is like two or three different things that you could do as a functional workout. Let's say you're um, in a 30-minute period and you're looking at me. Just Yeah, perfect. Give Ben some instructions. Okay, so you, you, can, you can do um, seated squat, stand, and press. So you're sitting down in a chair or sitting down on a bench, mm-hmm. and you're going to stand up and press a ball or the weights over your head. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's you know it's more functional. So it's like just like you're sitting down in a chair, you're standing up out of the chair, but then now you're adding like a pressing movement. Mm-hmm. So you're using a lot of different muscles just to burn more calories. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And would you and would that person also want to be on a cardio regimen as you go? And do you consider that a well, functional? Um, cardio is a given because you you want to strengthen your heart. It's not just the body, like you know, like stuff that you see. Right. Internally, you want to strengthen your heart. 
because you know cardio is good for you. It helps. It has like many um, it like many effects on the body, and it, and it helps like a lot of different things. You know, yeah, everything's connected within the body. Correct. Yeah. And I know you said you had some heart problems. Do you feel like you're fighting against your heart when you're working out a lot, or is it a well, motivation? Well, no, I know. Like my body tells me. Oh man! Like during my competition, you know, like I was training. Um, I was teaching a class, and then I'm just standing there, and I got like a little dizzy. I'm like, oh crap! I'm gonna pass out. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. So like, you know, like I was like, okay, just breathe, stay still, and then eventually, like, it went down. So you know, like, Whoa. now I'm learning my body. So like, mm-hmm. any little signs or like if if like my hands are shaking or any little thing, I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me just go and eat. And then that, you know, picks me back up. Damn. There's a constant state of, you know, learning because your body changes. So yes, it does. You have to stay in that student mindset, learn yeah. from the people around you, mm-hmm. and then learn from yourself even. Because yeah. if everything is connected and people get lost in that aesthetic of, you know, I'm working out to look good. Yeah. And they forget that working out, yeah, it helps you look good if you work out to look good. Correct. But it also helps you function think better you know feel good when you wake up in the morning have more energy throughout the day people forget that oh it's true it's a lot of it's a lot of benefits with working out like you said it's not just the aesthetics it's just functioning better feeling good energy level um you know just just getting like a total like fitness going on it's not just the looks like everyone wants the looks but it's like you know what Focus on feeling better first, and the looks will come. It's it's hard to look past the looks, but of I, course, yeah, you know, of course, no, it's it's true because you see these guys, yeah, but you know what, you can what only up? do what, what <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Freaking guy>. yeah, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> you can only do like what what works for you. Like eventually, like it will come if you're consistent. Like right. that's that's the part that you know it's going through the process of saying like, hey. I'll do this for five months, and within a five months, you're like, okay, I'm not seeing any change. You're like, what's going on? But mm-hmm. you just have to keep doing it, and eventually, little by little, like you're gonna be like, oh wow, like I see this ab coming in, or yeah. you know, so it's a side of yeah, weeks. like yeah, side, side six, yeah, you man, see that stuff, and it's like myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just if you see like little little changes, it makes you want to keep going and doing more, right? You know, or if you're if you're in a gym and you see like this lady, like a 72 year old lady doing push ups 20, and you're only doing two, you're like, okay. Damn. Yeah, like, you know, like I have to like get on my game. And you know what? Next month, I'm doing, I'm doing two this month. Next month, my goal should be 10. Right. You know, so it's, it's just a process that you go through. Keep moving forward. Yeah. And then you and the lady, you know, you got to have like push up competitions. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were talking before the show that you were telling me that you liked uh, shows like Dragon Ball Z. Do you oh, feel listen. like <laughs> going to bring this stuff up? I'm just wondering if you feel that there are certain forms of media and entertainment that helped push you and motivate you and, you know, gave you the kind of strength um, that you wanted to do what you wanted. Funny that you said that because, yes. Okay. Like with the Dragon Ball Z, you know, like you see Goku and all these characters you're like man like this guy's shoulders or arms or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like these guys have six pack but it's, it's anime but it's just you know like you're in this fantasy world to say like man i want to look like that they so get you, you man. yeah you go to the gym it, it everything correlates 
you go to the gym and you're like you're working out like a super saiyan. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Just to get those arms, but yeah. You feel like you want to reach that next plateau. Yeah, right? like yeah, exactly. Go Super Saiyan too. Yeah, Super <laughs> Saiyan too. There you go Super Saiyan Blue. Oh, <laughs> throw it out. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> So uh, what are some of your goals moving forward? So you were just in nationals. Were you in semi-pro or pro? Or I guess it's um, amateur it's or amateur. Pro? Yeah. Okay. So the next goal is is to be a pro. Um, I have a lot of things that I have to work on. Um, but I'm not far away from it. But I think if I work on the little things, um, you know, like I, I should be good. It's just just keeping that drive, like I said before, like going because, you know, I'm getting older. I'm 40. So, you know, like keeping a drive, like it's it's not easy. Every month, every year, every day, you know, it gets a lot harder. But, you know, eventually I'll get there. And what's the requirements of going pro? Requirements for going to pro, you have to do a national show, uh, Team U or uh, the Pittsburgh uh, Nationals. And you have to place a certain place in them? To first place. Oh, you have to be in first place. To be yeah, first or snag. Pittsburgh is top two. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, so it, it's tough because you're going up against, you know, like all these guys that, that have been doing it for 15, 20 years. Like, I just mm-hmm. started. How long have you been doing this, you said? Um, bodybuilding? I, what, I started when was when that I was, burger? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the burger was, no, it was the, after the burger. The burger yeah. was to become a trainer. <laughs> yeah, but the bodybuilding. Body. How long? How long um, has this been? I started at thirty-two. Wow, only yeah. eight wow. years in. Yeah. yeah, and so surprising. And you know, most of these guys have been doing it since they were like nineteen, twenty. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, but you know, like the coaching that I got, and you know, like the the veteran trainers that helped me, like. Like, I kind of, like, accelerated a little faster because I knew, like, the science of the body. And I learned how to, like, what works for my body. So it was, like, trial and error. Like, every time I did a show, okay, this doesn't work. Let me try that. This doesn't work. Let me try that. So it was, like, a process. And it's crazy that I got it, like, that fast. But, like, you know, like, I read a lot. I ask a lot of questions. And I think that helped. And, you know, I'm not I'm not ashamed to say, hey, what do I need to work on? You know, that's that's the most important thing because, like, you know, you have to you have to evaluate yourself sometimes, and you know, and just take a look, take a step back, and just like look and see, like, hey, like I have to. It's cool. It's cool. Really get on point. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yeah. Um, well, Dane, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, we're gonna let you go to that uh, training session you've got going on. That's what that reminder <laughs> was. That? I know it. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I really appreciate you having us, ha- having you on the show today. Uh, so I'm going to give a little sign-off, uh, but before I do, is there anyone that wants to reach you, any of the listeners, where can they reach you at, please? Uh, well, they can reach me on Instagram, uh, DTC Fitness, or they can go on the web, uh, danechang.com. Nice. Good domain. DaneChang.com, right on. Full name, that's it. You have Asian heritage as well? Uh, Yes. uh, Asian and Jamaican. Interesting combo. I love it. I love it, man. Jerk chicken's my spot, man. That's That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's good stuff. Well, thank you, Dane. No, thank you guys for having me. It was was fun. You know, hopefully, you know, I get a chance to do it again. Hell yeah. We would love to have you back. Appreciate it. Absolutely. 
Well, guys, thank you for joining us for another episode on the Disconnection Podcast, where we aim to inform, inspire, and close the disconnections in your life. We'd like to thank our guest, Dane Chang, for joining us today and delivering a unique perspective on a range of topics. Please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes and YouTube. My name is Kyle. I've been Ben. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Disconnection.